Hi and welcome to the Avenue Code Extraordinary Woman in Tech podcast. Here you'll find inspiring conversations about technology, inclusion and diversity. If you are listening to us from podcast platforms, be sure to follow us. And if you are watching us on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. Hi everyone, I'm Nariman Jamal and this is the Avenue Code Spotlight Series podcast. Here you will find inspiring conversations with top executives and technology leaders. If you are listening to us from podcast platform, be sure to follow us. And if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to our channel. For today's podcast, I'm happy to host Daniela Grayson, Vice President, Global Technology and Operational Enablement at Thomson Reuters. Welcome, Daniela, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation. Thank you for having me, my honor. Absolutely. So um, to kick off this podcast, many would like to hear usually about how it all started. Can you tell us a little bit more about your journey and what influenced you the most entering your career? Sure. Uh, so my journey is a bit different than, than a lot of people in my space. Uh, I'm the first person in my family to graduate high school and go on to college. I had to pay my way through college and, and work. So I worked during the day, regular nine to five jobs, started as a receptionist in an IT systems integrator company uh, called Entex, which was later acquired by Siemens. And I worked my way all the way up to office manager while taking 18 credits a semester and going to college full time. When I graduated, I was recruited by Deloitte and Touche at the time, which is now Deloitte Consulting. Uh, and so I went to work for them and I worked for them in a management consulting capacity. And I very quickly found out that my skill set in that capacity was transformation and troubleshooting, thinking outside of the box. I had the IT background. Uh, so it, it just kind of took off from there. And it was a lot of people building and team building, skill building. It was at the time, it was oh, 97, 98, 99. So the time of the dot-com boom and people were hiring like crazy and trying to build great teams. And how do we do that? And how do we hire people? And we want the best skills, right? A lot of what we're seeing today, right? Right now we have the great resignation where people have maybe decided to change their life. Uh, and so we're, they have, they're leaving jobs or they're taking risks that they maybe would not have taken before. So it was, it was a very similar market space back then with, you know, getting a lot of people onboarded and then people leaving for better jobs. So in that space, I evolved uh, into really learning how not only from a business perspective, what transformation, change management, all of that kind of thing thing, uh, but the people aspect of it, right? The human aspect and how important that is to success. So for me, how did I get here? I guess the grit from coming from a empowered childhood, right? I had a mom who would just say, you know, you can do whatever it is within, within your physical limitation, right? I can't be a basketball player. I'm five, two, but whatever it is that you want to do and you have a passion for, you can do. And I grew up with that. So I, uh, you know, I, I just approach everything with a open mind uh, and I ask what I don't know and I find others to help. 
and I empower and it's really collaborative. And so how have I gotten here? My journey's taken me through, you know, having the grit and the passion and the drive to end the risk-taking really, right? Uh, it's a lot of risk-taking, a lot of rejection, a lot of um, disagreements uh, politically within corporations, within different roles, and a lot of mentors and coaches that have, you know, given me the tool set. And I, I, I try to bring everybody along that I can with me along my journey, whether they, whether they're at work or not. Uh, I think it's really important that in life in general, we elevate people. So that's part of my, my natural being. And so it's really about the humanness of it all, right? Um, honesty kind of a thing. And, you know, just really the grit and, and being honest with yourself and, uh, and just determination, really. I love it. Thanks. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, you know, getting more into what you do today, we think about technology nowadays that it has built a bridge between businesses all over the world. Can you tell us a little bit more about your experience managing uh, technical teams and delivering the best content across the world? Oh, sure, great. Uh, so Reuters is, is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal news organization, Reuters is. And it, we, are, we are known uh, for being honest and trustworthy news reporters. Um, as you can imagine in the news space, it is incredibly important to be the first to go to market with whatever the news is. And as, as technology progresses and as time progresses, it really is uh, it, it's very challenging for us, right? So it's important for us on a global scale as content providers to listen to and support our journalists, our videographers, our photographers, our, our people in the back room, editing videos, sending videos through, sending the content essentially through the pipe, as well as supporting our customers, right? So a lot of businesses say, oh, customers first, customers first, and customers are fantastic. And of course, customers first, but it's not customers first only. It's customers first and it's staff first, and you have to be able to manage that. Uh, so. I am, I am fortunate enough to have a, a global team of people who are fantastic and passionate and really skilled at their job, who are super passionate about delivering great quality product uh, at, at a, in a timely manner and, and is super obsessed with customer satisfaction, right? And, and I'm, I'm super lucky to have an organization and a management structure that supports that. Because uh, it's not always easy, as you can imagine, supporting, uh, we're in over 287 countries. So it, in supporting a large customer base, there's a lot of cultural aspects and delivery aspects from an infrastructure perspective and different things that need to come into consideration. Uh, so so I, I am fortunate that I am surrounded by a great group of people that help us all succeed in that space. Very great to hear. And, you know, you have extensive experience around this and uh, we're always looking forward to hear more from you regarding this experience and working with teams across the world. Uh, so you will be a part of our Extraordinary Women in Tech conference and uh, which is very exciting. And I am personally looking forward to hearing you speak. 
what are you looking forward to sharing the most with the attendees of the conference? I, I am hoping to be able to inspire everyone to think outside of the box. As we look at technology and as technology evolves, we often look at it and say, how can I do what I do better with that technology? And that doesn't always work, right? We have to look at it slightly differently, I believe. I think that we have to look and say, how has technology evolved and how should my, what, what, what is my vision? What is my output? And I have to be able to have the agility and the adaptability within the core of my being, right? Because you have to be a little bit of a risk taker and you have to be willing to change what that vision is as you go along that line. But as new technology comes along, it may not necessarily be that it fits the workflows of today's process, right? It may be AI, for instance. So AI comes in and you can look at AI and say, this is great technology but it may only affect positively a small percentage of your workflow, 30%, let's say 20%. I think that the way that we need to look because technology evolves so quickly, I think we need to look at technology and say, what are outputs? What are other possible ways that we can deliver more business growth, more transformation? And that be the reason to invest in AI and not so much how can it change what I'm doing today or, 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 you know, how can I reduce staff because of it? Right. I think that we fall into that mentality and I don't think that that's really it. Right. I think that we need to look at technology for what it is and say, what, what's the best bang for our buck that we can get out of this. And then anything else on top of that is bonus. So from a technology perspective, that's what I, I hope to share and from a human perspective, there's a lot of talk around diversity and inclusion. And as a Puerto Rican woman uh, who, who has come up um, really all on my own, everything I have, I, I, I have you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and, and I'm so proud of that. And I'd like to encourage people to, to, to take the leap, take the chance, push for yourself, right? The confidence. Uh, it's okay to have confidence. Uh, and, and on the diversity and inclusion space, I hope that the leaders understand, and, and I, I just recently had this conversation at a summit I was at around somebody asked the question, well, how are, how's the news industry supposed to hire top talent if big tech is gobbling it all up? And my challenge to that is to find top talent, right? Because what's top talent? The, 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 constantly looking at the resumes that have, oh, Harvard, MIT, this or that, right? That's not necessarily top talent for the space that you're hiring. So I'm a big believer in hire for passion, for ability, and for grit. Skills can be taught. Uh, if you have somebody who's passionate about getting the job done, it is my belief that you will be super successful because passion will trump skills, right? I can pull, I mean, if you talk about videographers and photographers, right? You, you can, sometimes you can pull a kid from some of these high schools that have these fantastic programs that are doing so much more than the kid graduating from college because the kid graduating from college is actually four years behind kind of, right? Um, 
that then they're not really bleeding edge. They're not as risk uh, takers as the high school kids. So, you know, it depends on the industry, but I really like to encourage everybody to think about diversity and inclusion slightly differently. Uh, are, are you looking to affect the cultural change of your business or are you looking just to change the color palette, right? Um, so, so I'd like to talk about that a little bit as well as, you know, rethinking how we onboard new technology into our spaces and, and what it is that we do with that. Uh, because I think that oftentimes what happens in that space is we look at it and we say, hmm, okay, I'm gonna buy this new software and it's going to be able to replace certain things within somebody's workflow. Again, like that 30%, uh, but is they, they never think further than that. And then is it really worth it to invest that kind of money? And then, you know, it, it gets kind of sidelined. It's, it's almost like taking a Ferrari engine and putting it into a Nissan, right? Unless it has everything else, it's, it's, it's not gonna go fast. So how do you work around that? So those are the things I'm hoping to, to inspire and, and the messages I'm hoping to deliver, at least in, in the topics in my speech. And I am, I am just so excited because I would love to just hear from the different industries and what everyone is doing. And um, it, I am, I'm, I, by nature, I'm a huge observer and I love to watch and meet new people and talk to them about what they're doing great and what lessons did they learn, right? Uh, we all, you know, we all, we don't necessarily talk about our successes too much, especially as women, because we feel like, you know, we don't want to, I don't know, almost like a shame sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, I want to change that, right? We should be, we should be confident and proud Right, and we should be confident and proud, even in in failures, because because we failed, we learned, and that's okay, right? And, and we're risk takers, and we're doing it all, and and so from a humanity perspective, I, I just I I'm hoping to make great connections, right? Actual human connections in this crazy virtual world that we have now entered, right? How do we do this? I, I mean, I've spoken to you a, a handful of times, right? Maybe three or four. And I feel like, you know, we're, we're great friends already. And yes, yes. It, 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 so it, it's about reconnecting as well on that human aspect. So that's why I'm so looking forward to, to being in that space with actual face-to-face -face contact. Yeah, I, we are too, Daniela. Um, we have about 30 speakers attending and about 300 attendees. We're trying to you know, limit the numbers so we can have this interaction and connection between the attendees and the speakers as well. Amazing content. We're definitely looking forward to have you um, on the stage speaking and sharing um, this experience and what inspired you and you inspiring the attendees as well. So, you know, talking about passion and wrapping up this podcast, um, tell us about what you're most passionate about in your career today. Uh, I am most passionate about learning and growing myself okay. uh, and, and bringing others up, other people, um, contributing to the success of the business and really just being genuine. Right, I'm super about being a genuine human. Um, 
and and that is a word so, so sometimes and and anybody who talks to me long enough realizes that I never say he or her or she or him everybody to me is a human right and it, it's it's a word that I use and I recently I recently did a talk and and it dawned on me when I was preparing for that conversation that it 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 has actually a lot of meaning when I think about it, right? So the word human, honest, urgent, multimedia, right? In the face of this pandemic, just being able to pivot, um, agility, right? Just being able to adapt and nurture and, and really being able to nurture others, yourself, really giving yourself a minute to take a mental health break, which is super important. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and just really just encouraging everybody and, and going out of your way to smile at somebody in the street, right? Maybe you made their day just because they were feeling bad and you smiled. Now, with the masks and everything, it's a little bit harder. So now I do a little wink, wink, which <laughs> a little bit sometimes, uh, you know, could be screwed <laughs> a little differently. Um, but I've, and, and I didn't do that intentionally. I, I realized the other day that I've developed this habit because I do try to smile and, and make eye contact with people. So because now I have a face mask on, I tend to wink a lot. <laughs> it hasn't come back at me. But, you know, uh, <laughs> I think people nowadays are able to realize if someone is smiling under the mask at this point. Smiling under the mask, right. Uh, so really, so that's, that's, that's it. It's really about you know, just being human and, and giving of yourself and, and taking in what others have to offer as well. It's, it's important for growth. This is amazing. And, you know, Daniela, from my, you know, few conversations I had with you, I, I have felt that you are a very genuine person, very approachable, always willing to mentor, to assist, to guide people. And you're always available as well. So thank you for being you. Thank you so much for being, uh, you know, part of this podcast as well. Great initiative, empowering women in technology and in general. And we're definitely looking forward to seeing you at the conference in March. Thank you. I am so looking forward to it. Completely honored. Anything I can do, so looking forward to it. Absolutely. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We will see you in the next episode of the Avenue Coach Spotlight Series podcast. Be sure to check out our uh, other interviews from this same series on our blog at avenuecode.com. Thank you very much. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. See you in the next episode of the Avenue Code Extraordinary Woman in Tech podcast. Be sure to check out the interviews from the same series on our blog at avenuecode.com. See ya!